Warning, the stories you're about to hear are detailed accounts of shenanigans, pranks, and some mistakes that are meant to replicate the sort of discussions that veterans have when they reunite over a cold beverage and do not depict the professional daily actions of the military at large. We hope to make you laugh, but not to disrespect our proud men and women in uniform. Listener discretion is advised. Camo Comedy, where we take a humorous look at the lighter side of military service. We got a big show for you today, but before we jump into it, if you like what we're doing here, give us a subscribe, give us a follow, whatever they call it on your podcasting platform. And while you're at it, give us a five-star rating, write us a review, as that makes us more relevant in the algorithm and boosts the overall visibility of the show. But word-of-mouth advertising is just oh so powerful, so if you tell some friends, I will love you forever. Okay, let's jump into the show. I am your host, Aaron Wolf. Just as a friendly reminder, we put out a new show every single Monday, so make sure you give that notification bell a nice tap like you would the old balloon knot. Give it a nice tap. We don't want you to break your device. Just give it a nice little tap. You don't want to break their phone? No. Oh. <laughs> Joining me in studio, we have a very special show for you today. We have a full house here. We have call sign Cheeks, and we have call sign Dome Peace. Gentlemen, thanks for hanging out. Spread Cheeks, not hate, folks. Always spread cheeks and not hate. <laughs> I, I love I love having a full house, man. This is going to be a fun show. Yes. So you guys, you guys ready for my first story? Oh yeah. All right. So check this out. This story takes place in Afghanistan. We got a bunch of army infantry guys, and they're in what is known as a MRAP Max Pro. Now, for those of you in the audience who might not know, this is a up armored troop carrier, right? It's got you know a turret gunner up top. Uh, it's got you know a passengers up front seat. It's got a driver's seat, and then there's there's areas in the back where you know it's a troop carrier, so guys guys can be back in, in the back. There's so there's like four seats in the back, and they face the center of the truck, and it's got the big ramp, like the uh, okay. hydraulic ramp that'll drop down, and it goes all the way down. <laughs> How is that again? <laughs> 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 it's it's re- it's a repeatable sound. I heard it so many times. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> so it, it's about it's about uh, to give some size reference. The the, the always front, interested in size. The front size the front matters. part of the hood is about six feet up. So okay. uh, it, it's it's a pretty large vehicle. It's yeah. a it's a big bastard. So and it's important to note this will come into play later on in the story. But uh, to climb up into this thing, imagine like an up armored dump truck. For those of you in the audience who are not familiar. It's about three, four foot off the ground just to get in, like the drive, the front driver, the front passenger side uh, uh, seats of the, this thing. So it is, it sits up high. That's oh, yeah. what we're trying to convey. So anyway, without further ado, these army infantry guys are out on a patrol outside the wire in Afghanistan in these Max Pros, right? All of a sudden, one of the turret gunners, boom, takes one right to the chest. Oh, and he cries oh, out, man. "I'm hit! I'm hit! I took one to the chest!" And right about that time, he's noticing that everybody down in the truck is freaking the fuck out. And that getting shot in the chest is way less painful than he anticipated. He's hmm. kind of checking his chest. He, he's, yeah. he's, he's checking his body armor. Doing a he's, self-evaluation. Yeah, doing a little self-evaluation. Yeah. He's no divot. Nothing's, nothing's broken on the, uh, on the breastplate. He goes up underneath that. There's no blood. Hmm. Not painful. It's like, what the fuck just hit me? Everybody's freaking out down there. So he's thinking, this is, is this like a white phosphorus round or something like yeah. that? The ricocheted off me and went down in there. And right about that time, he hears 
a bird <laughs> fluttering around inside of the truck. He got hit by a fucking sparrow. No. Right? And and also he discovers that two of the guys in the truck are desperately afraid of birds. No. So they're freaking the fuck out, right? And just for a second, imagine the bird's perspective. You're minding your own fucking business, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you just get smacked right in the fucking beak with this huge, jacked freaking infantry guy, and now you're in a place you can't escape? Like... Oh. The bird's probably thinking, I'm hit. I'm hit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so like, the, the, there was one guy in the back of this Max Pro in particular that was desperately afraid. So he's stripping off all of his gear, his body armor, and he's trying to contain this bird because he's freaked the fuck. Hang on. He wants- so the bird's, the bird's in the back of the Max Pro and he takes his, his vest and shit off? Yes. So he's more scared of the bird than he is the Taliban? Exactly. He's like, you know what? <laughs> In his in his uh, in his mind, he's thinking, you know what? I've got armor all around this vehicle. Yeah. I got nothing protecting me from this fucking bird. <laughs> this right? So we're going to contain that, <sighs> and then okay, problem solved, right? And so again, infantry guys in Afghanistan—they're in a war zone. There's bigger things to worry about now. So they're going on about their mission after the bird's contained, and they kind of forget about it, right? <laughs> Hour, two hours down the road, they get to their destination and everybody's kind of just cleaning stuff up. The driver, who will also point out, was also afraid of birds. <laughs> he's kind of gathering up gear. He's reaching behind him and he grabs this this one piece of his gear, not remembering that that was holding down the bird. The bird <laughs> flies out and lands right on the dash, right in front of him. He's just oh, flapping around no. and, and he's just like, dash! He just like opens the door. He opens the door and just dives for it. Mind you, this is like three, four foot off the ground. Oh, you know, so like he was not having it. <laughs> you know, but uh, we love those kind of stories like that. When obviously that could have been a much worse story, but it was just a bird. Gun, um. Gunfights okay. Sparrows not. Yeah, danger There's, close. <laughs> hey, look, in in their defense, everybody's got their area where they're just like, nope. Yeah. You know, some yep. people don't like needles. Some people don't like snakes. You know, everybody's got their thing. These guys, it, it's coincidental that two guys in the same yeah. truck happen to be desperately afraid of a bird. Somebody do the math on that and send us what the odds of that are. <sighs> yeah, it's got to be pretty great. Yeah. Man. I don't know what the phobias of birds are, the but. Nope zone. I always just think about <laughs> that episode of Friends where you find out that one of Rachel's dudes is afraid of birds. Yeah. And I don't know. I always thought that was kind of yes. weird, but I guess it's a real thing. Anyway. Good reference. That's a good show. Hell yeah, yes. man. So. Sorry, our next story is another army fella, right? He's he worked in Intel. He's a, a captain, and he goes through his whole deployment. and He's doing these Intel briefs. So these guys would come in every day, get their Intel brief in a briefing room and whatnot. And okay. At the end of the brief, you'd always show like the cool guy videos. You know what I mean? Like the drone strikes and like, hey, this is what we're seeing, that kind of stuff, right? Satellite footage or you know whatever, right? Stuff like that. So this is his last day, and he's like, hey guys, it's been a blast. Gives that whole whole like, hey. It's been great working with you guys kind of deal. You know what I mean? Goes through yeah. his intel brief. And then he's, he's like, hey, I've been waiting the entire deployment to show you this video. Oh, wow. So it's yeah. got to be a good video, right? Yeah, for sure. You know? So everybody's sitting there like, oh, cool. All right. And he, he plays the video. And it's super crystal clear, like 4K clear. Like, oh, man, like you can see everything in this video. It's like five dudes walking up to a building. They're like, oh, we know what's about to happen, oh, right? They're doing like a takedown Yeah, or something they're like, like we know what's about to happen. Oh, well, right as these dudes are about to grab the door handle, <laughs> the video cuts away to Rick Astley and they get <laughs> Rick Roll. 
Never gonna give oh, you up. Oh. Never gonna let you down. Shout so, out to that Intel yeah, captain right? for having a sense of humor. So man. these guys turn around and look straight at this guy, ghosted. He. Gone. Oh, that's how he left. <laughs> that's how he left. Yes. <laughs> Fucking epic. Yeah. Mike drop out. Right. Yeah. Best way to leave. What, yeah. what did you say? That was a year-long deployment. Or yeah, something it was like a that? Yeah, army deployment year-long. Uh, Bro, this guy had know, to have been thinking about this for like a long time. And He's you like, know, it's know. all like senior leaders in there, oh, officers. Yeah. Everybody just rolled them and bounced. <laughs> what are That's you gonna awesome. say? Yeah, nothing. What are you gonna say? Yeah, it's uh, the best way to leave. I how think. patient was that guy? Right. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome, man. Uh, you know, he put, he was planning that the whole year. Oh yeah, got to be, man. That's awesome. So let's slide into the 90s. A couple of Air Force security forces guys, they're on a flyaway security mission. There's only a few of them. So they're traveling mostly with air crew, which is a bunch of officers, mm. maybe a few air maintenance guys. If you know anything about these these groups, this is going to be trouble. Yes. <laughs> yes. These people are notorious. It's always infantry and security forces. What the fuck? Right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Always, always getting in it. Yeah. So they're, they're on this mission. They're, they're traveling to their destination, and they land in Guam. And they, they're like, hey, we're in Guam for a night. Let's party. Yeah. Hell yeah. We're going to go out. So they decide to hit the Hard Rock in Guam. How, how on brand is it to be in the 90s going to the Hard Rock? Yes. That's right? so on brand. I love it. That, that's where we're going to hit. So the two security forces guys <laughs> walk on into the Hard Rock, and their crew, they're already back drinking, and they said they're going to be in there. So they walk in, and one of, they're both pretty good-sized dudes, but one guy is about 6'4". 230, solid jack dude, blonde hair, baby blue eyes, oh, Minnesota accent. <laughs> girls love this guy. Oh, I hate you this betcha. guy already. Yep. Girls girls love this guy. I think I did that like a leprechaun, not like a Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. It would be out. But uh, so this girl immediately sees this guy, makes a beeline for him, and she comes oh, in. She shit. drops it straight out. Hey, I've been over here with this other guy. He's been buying me drinks all night, but I don't really want to be with him. I yeah. want to be with you. Yeah, we know where this is going. Yeah. So. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, th- this uh, this dude from Minnesota, he's like, "Hey, I'm here for a night. Why not? Let's let's do let's it. Let's go." So he's right. like, "You want to dance?" She says, "Yep." So they're on the dance floor dancing. Well, his buddy that came in with him says he starts seeing the writing on the wall. Like this is probably going to end up maybe a little bit messy. So he just kind of slides over to the side, kind of keeping an eye on the situation. Yeah. Out comes this guy. About 160 pounds. No. Not, not a very big guy. He's got oh, two drinks shit. in his hands. Poor fella. Yeah. yeah. This guy's buddy sitting in the corner like, there, there he is. <laughs> there he is. Like, it, this guy walks out. He's like, yeah, he's going to get the picture. He's not a very big guy. Well, this guy had a pair of cojones on him because he walks right up to the two of them. He's like, hey, girls with me. <laughs> Fuck yes. Good for him. <laughs> the, uh. the guy dancing, dancing with the girl, he says, yeah, sorry, bud. She's not with you anymore. She's with me now. So you need to you need to go ahead and get out of here. And the girl's like, "Yeah, I I don't I don't want to be with you." All right. And man, you owe me sixty dollars. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Ma'am, you owe me some money. (laughs) He's already he's already doing a bitch move. I don't even just I'll just say this: if if you continue on after the girl's like, "Hey, man, I'm not into it. Sorry. Thanks for the good time." Right. You know, you're yeah. you're being you start hitting a little creepy creepy yeah. mode. Yeah. But but you also know that like he's not taking no for answer, so this is gonna escalate. Yeah. Yes. So this guy still holding the drink says, No, no, she's with me. <laughs> Double down. <laughs> like, I'm like you know, you, you, I'm sitting here thinking, man, if, if that dude walked up to me like that, like, you know, geez, like, hey man, yeah. some cojones, right? Right. So he he ends up in uh the 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 six foot four dude he's like hey 
you better you better turn around and leave before you get your teeth knocked out. Oh, right? Fuck. Okay. So he's setting so, the, he's setting the tone. For yeah. The night. So so this this dude he walks over just calmly. Sets the drinks down on the bar and turns to come right back. Now That's his buddy's thinking, "Danger cue! Here, right. here we go!" And that guy walks up and he said, "Hey, I already told you, you better leave before you get knocked out." Oh, and he shit. says, "By who?" <laughs> oh. So, so the big dude, this fucking guys, yeah, asking. yeah. I mean, he, hey, he calls his bluff. To, so the big dude, <laughs> of course, there's only a couple of security forces guys, so he's got to bluff a little bit. He's like, "Yeah, me and all my friends, which are all the officers who." <laughs> <laughs> God bless them. They all want to get in a fight, but they're not security forces yeah. guys or infantry yeah, guys, right? Not. It's a bunch of pilots. Yeah. And they're cool with hey. getting down, but they're not the same same yeah. level of trained, right? No, they'll right. open hand slap you. Or crazy. So 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 the, the, the skinny guy, he looks up and he says, Well, I hope it's more than me and my friends. Oh shit. Points up to this little balcony where there's about, I don't know. I don't know how many army guys, and I don't know what they were in. Oh, and this guy didn't know what they were in. But there was a whole balcony full of dudes mm. from the army standing oh, up there. fuck me. All right. And all of a sudden- So th- it's on. Yes. So so this guy's <laughs> thinking, well, let's just get busy. And all of a sudden, <laughs> boo! He drops he drops this skinny kid right oh, in his tracks. Oh. And let me tell you, the pilots were loving it. They they were everybody was flooding out Hell and yeah. it became a giant melee in the dance floor of the hard oh. rock in Guam. I envision I envision like a baseball game where both benches just clear yes. all at once as yes. soon as that little guy got dropped. I yes. thought you were about to tell me he was like a golden glove boxer and just pieced uh, up this no, dude. No. But <laughs> it went the way we thought it would. But he had, no, yeah, he, he got dropped, but he had the courage of all his buddies up there. Yeah. But it became one of those melees of if you didn't know him, you just hit him. Oh, and everybody, shit. everybody's just throwing blows, drinks flying everywhere. Oh, right? Oh, shit. Every, the cops show up. Everybody's sk- skedaddling, trying to get <laughs> out of there, right? Right? <laughs> Good so, word choice. So yeah, I love it. Th- this, this, uh, this guy's buddy who was standing in the corner, I mean, he jumped right in the mix, of course. Well, he's he's a little scuffed up, and he gets back to his hotel room. And mind you, they're leaving the next day. They're going. They're not at. They're just traveling through. Yeah. And he he starts feeling around. He's he's drunk. He's feeling around. He's thinking, I don't have my wallet. Oh, so somewhere in this shit. melee, he lost his wallet with his military ID, uh-huh. his government government credit card, everything in it. Right. Yeah. So he calls his supervisor, and they're like, "You got to report it as stolen or missing." right now so he calls he calls the local police department and they show up to his hotel and he he starts explaining to him hey man i i just lost my wallet he's all you know he's battered up a bit he just been in a big melee i don't know what's going on and and this this police officer from guam was like yeah well i bet you were one of those jerks down there fighting at the hard rock he's like no not me sir he's He's like bleeding and probably all scuffed up and everything he's He's, like no it wasn't me cop dished it to him hard because he's like he knew oh, it. He had to report a stall, and he had to scurry around the next day and get a new new ID at the local oh, local airbase there before they left. But wow. it all worked out. I bet he felt like such a dickhead. <laughs> no, I slipped. <laughs> no, I wasn't I walked down into there. a door. Yeah. Oh wow, that's awesome. Oh, that's amazing. So. I was really hoping you were going to tell me that little fella just pieced him out, though, man. Yeah, you would hope, but but like, hey, good on him for having a set of stones, though. He had right. a set, right? He had a set. I got to give it to him, man. But like, I, I where it where it takes away, the girl's like, hey, man, I'm just not into yeah. it. Thanks for the time. <laughs> Dunsies. That's the time where you're like, all right, man, I get it. I lost this round. Go 
go find something else to do. But like, I don't know. He was feeling all the courage of the people up in the balcony. Yeah, he, he knew he knew he had all those guys with him. He's thinking, well, even if I even if I get uh, dunked, they're they're probably going to come down here <laughs> yeah. and take care of some business. Yeah, definitely. Well, you got to stay physically fit in the military, yep. right? Okay. And there's some people that take it way more seriously than others, right? Uh, so this next story, we've got a guy that can only be described as a bald rat. Also, <laughs> like a naked mole rat? Yeah. I, I, also, I also heard him described as looking a lot like a fetus. <laughs> no shade. I no just shade. nodded out of my nose. <laughs> it's perfectly fine. Equally as funny as, as the, this, the first name. This yes. guy was... This guy was jacked, though, right? This, is, it, is that what it sounded like when the fetus would run? I, I don't know. I don't know. So the story I was told, the story we were told, is this guy was jacked, right? He's a very intense guy. Like, he would come at you 130, 140 miles an hour, just always at well over 100%. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just a very intense dude. So there's one day that a bunch of, the, and this is an army story, there were a bunch of army cats that were working out in the gym, right? And this guy was getting ready to do a deadlift of 500 pounds. Ooh, big like, this guy yeah. was, uh, like this guy was a strong dude. And like I said, he was intense, right? Now, for those of you in the audience who don't know, let me just describe what a sumo deadlift is. You know, a regular deadlift, you're about, you know, shoulder width width apart with your feet. A sumo deadlift is when you spread your feet out really far. It's it's wider than shoulder length. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that your toes are touching, you know, the the weights. No, that'd be stupid. Yeah. (laughs) Well, so this guy was, like like I said, he was intense, and he's going to do it everything maxed out. Yeah. So he spreads his feet where his toes are touching the weights of this this barbell that he's getting ready to just do a sumo deadlift on, right? (laughs) Also important to note, he was doing this in his bare feet. No. (laughs) Now, what follows happens in the the course of maybe five seconds. So let me try to do it justice. This guy just yells over his shoulder, Hey, Murphy, come over here and spot me. I'm getting ready to do this. So he yells to some guy that's doing his own exercise on his own machine or in his own area. He just says, hey, come and spot me. I'm getting ready to do this this deadlift. And then right after he gets that out of his mouth, he he dips down and he just jacks up this 500-pound weight and drops it. And then it goes right on his toe, crushing his toe. He's like, God damn it, Murphy. What the fuck? I told you. What the fuck? So this How do you fucking spot somebody that's doing a deadlift? And then you don't even give them time to react. You say, come over here and spot me. And then you just jerk the weight up, drop it on your toe, break your toe, and then flip out on him. I'm sure his toe bone was just powdered. Oh, yes. The pancake it had to be a flat. Oh. <laughs> when you think about when you think about oh. the plates on each side, I mean that weight is distributed evenly, but yeah. still he's looking at what two hundred and fifty roughly. Yeah, that's going right down on your baby toe, oh. bro. <laughs> You'd be halfway in the splits. <laughs> yeah, I've never stood that wide on a deadlift no. ever. No, I mean, and uh, you know, shout out to somebody who wants to be balls to the wall, but. 
sometimes it pays off just to take a second and make sure, like, I I wonder what his buddy would have said. You know, be like, hey, how the fuck do you expect me to to, to spot you on a 500-pound deadlift? What the fuck am I supposed to do? (laughs) Just put it down. And that's the other thing. Just set it down. That's that's how you spot on a deadlift if if you're struggling with the weight. You just drop it, right? <laughs> but not on your toe. Yeah, no. Did they call him nine-toe rat face after that? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. The fetus had a birth defect. Hey, you know what? Shout out to that guy for, for having enthusiasm. Yes. But, damn. Fucking spot me. <laughs> Thanks for checking out the Camo Comedy Show podcast. If you like what we're doing here and you want to participate in this community, there are many different ways that you can contribute. First and foremost, tell somebody about the show. Word of mouth advertising is very powerful, and we really appreciate you for helping us out. If you have any funny military stories of your own or know somebody who does, with their permission, of course, you can contribute those stories via email at stories at camocomedy.com. That's stories, S-T-O-R-I-E-S, at C-A-M-M-O-C-O-M-E-D-Y dot com. Or if you're not too good at the internet, drop us a voicemail at area code 531-222-6146. That's area code 531-222-6146. Four, six. That's right. We're giving away our phone number. We want funny military stories from all eras. So if you're not from a generation that's heavily online, we don't want there to be a barrier for participation. We have a lot of big plans for this show and building this community to support veterans. We will announce here soon. So stay tuned. All right. I'm going to go have a nice spicy bowl of chili. Later. <laughs>